0: ready to become the person who steps into more and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast where we are talking to people who figure out what it takes to go do the things they want to do to become the people they wanna become. And today this is gonna be a little different because <laughs> I'm welcoming Allison Hansen to joining with me. And here's the deal: Allison works with me now at Conquer Your Business, but Allison also worked with me in our last corporate job.
1: A million years ago. A
0: million <laughs> Seems years like. ago and yesterday, depending on how you do yeah, you know, True. And so we're going to interview each other. We're kind of going to just share. <laughs> we both left corporate under very different circumstances. We were at the same job, but we left under different circumstances. And we went on to do different things. Um, but I, I know that that is a very big thing out there. It's, I have a job, I have a job, I have a job, I have a safety net, I have a good job.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I had a great job. Yeah. (laughs) I had a fantastic job doing some amazing things with people that I absolutely loved, and yet I left. So I thought it would be fun if the two of us just had a conversation about what does it take to to become the person who leaves a good job? Yeah. Let alone a bad job, but a good job to go on to do your own thing. So I don't know if you heard the
1: story of how I gave my notice. I don't know. I didn't hear. No, I need to know, because honestly, it was such a shock, you know, like, cause you were obviously higher up in the company than I was. And I was just thinking, Oh, well, Erin, you know, part owner, she's going to be there forever. Like, and then hearing you were leaving, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? No, so, but I never heard the story. Well, so the story, some of the background, I'll give you
0: two parts of the story because there's the background of why in that process and then there's the day of, which are two completely different stories because the background was I had an amazing job that had me traveling cross country and sometimes internationally, opening doors to me that as a kid growing up in Chicago public schools, you would never guess you'd be involved in. But I got to the point where the company had gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, which means your job gets more and more specialized, meaning your job almost gets smaller and smaller. And I got to the point where I had gone from doing this crazy, crazy variety of things to literally one thing. Mm. One thing. And Again, even though it was my best friends that I was working with, literally, yeah, and mentors that were like freaking father figures to me, and working with people that we were close like siblings, I had gotten to the point where I was bored out of my mind, and I didn't see a path anymore. It took me two years, and I don't know that most people knew that but I looked for what to do for almost two years
1: before. I didn't know that. Wow. That's a lot longer than I had thought. I thought it was just like, a, oh, I found this opportunity. I'll go do it. I didn't know there was... Oh, a- well, because you don't want to tell, especially when you're a minority owner in the company, you certainly
0: don't want... You do have to kind of keep that stuff to yourself. Yeah. I was looking. I was looking at all different options, and nothing stuck until something did stick. So, how long? I'll share with you what the day of was. But, how long? like, tell me about your side of that when you
1: kind of started to know it was time. And I mean... And- <laughs> You know after you left obviously a lot of things changed in the company there were some layoffs and then we'd be hiring a lot and I kind of always had the same type of job but it was shifting a lot and but with the shift there were no raises there was no really room for me to grow and for me it was about five years that I kind of hemmed and hawed about what do I do I know I'm not happy and i was looking for another job but the the things i wasn't happy with at the job are things that i would be unhappy with elsewhere so i was like coming up with this dead end of i had that same constant problem. job search yeah i had that
0: exact same problem where i did interview at a couple of places and i'm like why would i leave the top of one ladder to go to the bottom of a different ladder for subject matter yeah. that wasn't gonna solve? i'm glad i I'm glad neither of us ended up making that error
1: because that would not have solved the problem. Exactly. Yep. And, and I think that's what kept me around for five years really. Um, and you too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not having something. Now I knew
0: that didn't last too long for me. The whole get a different job didn't last too long for me. I was looking for my own thing. I'd started to get to the age where i knew i needed something else and i started to get this inkling that i needed it to be mine yeah that i yeah. Needed it to be mine and i think that came after i'm sure you remember these different situations where we would work so hard on projects with an insurance carrier and a client and there would be and then, all of a sudden, two years later, we're just about to launch something huge that we're all excited about, and the insurance carrier would swoop in and be like, "Oh well, we're gonna go in a different direction now and yes. just <laughs> yeah, and that was making me nuts i I mean, I know it was making the whole company nuts, but that just 100%. Felt so weird to me, yeah, yep, okay, so the day that I gave my notice, I was I was terrified, not in a, you know, are they gonna be mad at me? Um, again, because of the relationships that I had. So I spent, if you remember how the offices were, you know, I had some, I was sitting, my office was in between basically my boss and then some, you know, a, a same level person that I, friend, I mean, and, and again, that was someone I traveled with. That was like, he, he's like a sibling. That's how I feel about I spent several hours pacing in front of his office. At one point, I offered him $100 to do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) I offered him money. I started offering him money. Because he he knew by then. He knew by then. And I did tell him. And I started offering him increasing amounts of money to do it for me. Oh, I love it. And I have to tell you, and I know people are shocked when I tell them this. But I finally was like, all right, I got to talk to you. And I went into his office, my boss's office. And sometime, like years before that, we had gotten in a big fight, him and I, which wasn't terribly unusual. And I, I, my eyes water when I get really angry. It's something I've never been able to fix and it frustrates the heck out of me. And he would be like, you can't cry, da, da, da. And I'm like, you don't understand, I'm not crying, blah, blah, blah. And what he used to say when we would have difficult conversations is, I need to talk to you, and you're not allowed to cry because he would get so upset if I was upset. And I walked in and I said, I sat down, I closed the door and I looked at him and I'm already starting. Right. <laughs> and I said, I have to tell you something and I'm going to cry. Uh, and you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and so I told him, I said, he figured out there's an opportunity I found out about, which was true. And I want to do it and he listened and he stopped everything and he called the two other partners you know my three bosses and the company attorney
1: oh I didn't know that
0: and we took everything into the into the he he literally stopped everything called them all up called an emergency meeting we went into the conference room And they looked through all the paperwork because I brought a franchise. They looked through the paperwork and they asked me a million questions. What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about this? And we must've talked for three hours. Wow. And then he said, okay, all right, you can do it. Go ahead. And then on top of that, because it was December, he looked at me and said, well, you know, we're having this big meeting up in our other office in a couple of days. Why don't we make it about you? And they were like that supportive, which.
1: That's really great. Yeah.
0: It helped me because kind of like you said, there had been changes in the company that had gotten disappointing because it wasn't the company we started with. Yeah. Some of that's just natural when it, things grow so quickly. Absolutely. But this was such a reversion to the company I loved and, and who that was run by. So that was just amazing. And, and they continued to support me regularly for quite some time. And here we are, I don't know, it's like eight or nine years later. And I talked to him last week. So, you know. Yeah.
1: Oh, so okay. I don't even know who you gave your notice to at that point. Well, your, your story is much nicer than mine. So, you know, I had kind of let my unhappiness fester for a little while, and uh, it kind of blew up when I was on the phone with one of our clients. It should have never happened. I knew I had a bad phone call, and you know, which happens every now and then. That was just part of being on the sales side. Right. And I immediately called um, my boss and. And I'm not a crier in work situations, but (laughs) only anger, only anger. (laughs) But I I, I was like holding back tears and I'm like, I think I'm done. Like my unhappiness has gotten to the point where it has affected a relationship, like a client of ours. Like I'm done. And I had no plan. I had no, this is what I actually want to do. Um, my boss was so nice and he's like, give it four weeks, think about it. Um, And he couldn't have been nicer, but I was just kind of like, this is not, this is not what my body is telling me I need to be doing. And and it was, you know, there was just frustration that had built up for a while and I don't recommend anyone do this, but yeah, yeah, I I just kind of quit right there and I had zero plans
0: well it's fun it's interesting to me that you say that and here here's why one of the pieces of advice that i give to people and one of the things that i've noticed in all the years because again even at corporate part of my role was teaching financial planners how to grow their business and then when i had my franchise within maybe six if not 12 months the franchisor had hired me to help launch new franchises and i would speak because that's been my thing for like 20 some odd years how do you grow a business yeah and one of the things that i have found to be true over and over again and you are somewhat of an exception to this you will find greater success running towards something than running away from something yeah you know the people who i but here's the other part you aren't The parts of your job that you didn't like, I don't know that you were blaming anybody for it. When I see people, I hate my boss, so I'm going to go... You know, you hear these stories of they've had seven jobs and they hate their boss over and over again, so I'm going to go be my own boss. Yeah, well, that just means now you're going to hate yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because you're still you. Yeah. Um, So you're a bit of an exception to that. But I also... And you didn't necessarily entirely have, you might not have had a plan, but you were already in Florida by then you were already, I mean,
1: yeah, I had moved across the country. You know, we were working for a company in the Chicago area and yeah, five years prior I had moved down to Florida and was working remotely. I knew I wanted to do something that was just mine. But I didn't. Yeah, at that point, I, I didn't know what it was. You didn't, know and it. I and I honestly felt like I couldn't even make a decision on what I wanted to do because my brain was so cluttered with like unhappiness baggage from my job. And and you're right. Like the our employer was wonderful, and I have nothing but good things to say. But it wasn't what I wanted to do when I grow up. And and that feeling was just like wait on top of me so i felt like i needed to get that out of the way to really clear my head and like figure out what i wanted to do that's true because it and then
0: again you're not running away from something you're bringing with you it's kind of like law of sacrifice what can you leave behind to make space for something that serves you
1: yeah yeah
0: better way in a better way what was your biggest surprise and it's so funny because I already know we're gonna have opposite, such opposite answers. <laughs> What's your biggest positive surprise about
1: being an entrepreneur and doing your own thing? Biggest surprise. I mean, it's really it's just doing everything. And like I'm, I'm a, I'm a really little little business. You know, I'm a professional organizer. I find you know, I work one on one with my clients. We have just wonderful relationships. But it's you know payroll and marketing and setting up websites and like you know i'm just i'm so small that i'm not really at the point of hiring anyone and you know it's just learning like doing everything i had my first meltdown i had the <laughs> first
0: business owner post corporate meltdown when i when the printer didn't work and i had <laughs> nobody to call oh my god i had I was brand new. So I like didn't know other entrepreneurs yet. So I had nobody to call and the printer didn't work. Yeah. And that realization, that was my negative, my real, you know, same thing, my realization that dude, you are on. This your is own. it. <laughs> Figure <laughs> no, it out. <laughs> it all ends with you. My positive surprise and you're going to laugh because this is probably not going to be your answer. All the amazing people that i meet networking
1: <laughs> oh well that's
0: you man that does not surprise me one bit so here's the thing we had a good company we worked for we worked in the insurance industry but in this little niche and because it was a little niche even the external players more or less played nice together in the sandbox yeah. so even though we had different carriers and they all wanted a piece of our bucket They were nice. They knew each other. They were nice to each other. But entrepreneurs have a level of support for each other. Mm -hmm. That I have never seen in a job like I'm not saying I get along with everybody and that I like everybody. It's not like that. But an amazing amount of people like I was really scared because I Always said I do not come up with my best ideas sitting by myself in a room with my cat, staring at a wall. That's not how my brain works. I yeah. need, and we were such a collaborative company. I mean, for ten years, I never did anything by myself. We yeah. always were teens and how you know I had people to bounce ideas off of, and they worked with me. And so I was really nervous about that. And how is I going to do that? Replace that? And the net people I met networking really replace that for me and just to when you go to the right networking group and you walk in and 30 people are there going who are you and how can I help you yeah I, just that
1: level of support was mind-blowing to me well I love that because other you know entrepreneurs and small business owners know what it takes and know hey we need to help each other and yeah it's it's great having those relationships. Like, you know me, I do zero networking, but throughout the the years that I've been organizing, you know, I meet with closet designers and, you know, other handymen, you know, like people who I need to help me with client projects and, you know, just those relationships and helping each other out and referring people and you know, it's it's so helpful and you just can't do it without that stuff. No, that's been amazing. So, what would your advice
0: be to somebody who found themselves, I think there's just so, you know, and and it's not a completely fair question because it's people are in different roles, whether they don't like their job or because it's not them, which is completely different than I hate my environment, but for, you know, whatever your answer is going to be, what advice would you give to somebody who's considering leaving a job?
1: You know, for me, I, I had done a lot of like reading, you know, kind of like the finding yourself self-help type books, which all pointed me to you need a coach. Um, and it, I found a coach in my area, you know, she was, uh, you know, like a life coach, not like a business specific coach. Um, it was so helpful because she was this person who doesn't know my background, you know, like talking to friends and family is great, but they all have their like biases and like oh well, you can't do a business that's so risky and well you need to hear that sometimes you other times you just need this impartial person to go talk to and or help guide you to you know what you're kind of searching for and oh it was so helpful
0: I yeah I absolutely had that experience um you were smarter about it than I was it took me a few years of struggle to find those people I came out of such a corporate background like I left corporate when I was 40 So I came out of such a corporate background that when you didn't know how to do something you just go to school.
1: Mm, yeah. There was
0: I didn't know what coaching was from a let me guide you on the path that i used to have you know <laughs> let me you know let me i didn't know any of that so it took me longer to get there but yeah
1: absolutely what a difference yeah i don't think i could have done it without her just it, just the goal setting and figuring out priorities like ugh, it was just so helpful so tell me more because it made me laugh when you you talk about friends and
0: family because i left a solid solid income with an expense account. I mean, I left big fancy version, at least that's what people thought, to my first job had organizing in it as well. So the way that my mother would describe it was, well, she left working in fancy office buildings to go work in people's basements. (laughs) Oh, okay I had 15 employees it's not quite what happened <laughs> but um, <laughs> sometimes absolutely yes <Yeah>, <laughs> that was true but one of the things that I give as advice is I try to go to a couple events a year and if that's a coach who can do it for you that's fantastic I almost need to be completely immersed to get it through my thick skull but entrepreneurial events because I love being surrounded by people. I don't have to justify what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do. Um, and the, the thing that always makes me laugh is, you know, I volunteer. I Now I volunteer with wildlife rescue, but for 15 years I've um, before that, I volunteered with dog rescue. And I still remember a few years ago, and again, I left corporate like eight years ago or something, but just like one or two years ago, I was on the phone with my mom, telling her about yeah i'm volunteering at this dog rescue now i go on sunday mornings and i do all the cleaning before we're ready for opening up for adoptions and she's like oh great maybe they'll give you a job <laughs> right because <laughs> they don't like you know not ex- minimum yeah. wage cleaning poop not quite the job i was going for <laughs> not so much so what do you do to handle the friends and family naysayers
1: It's so hard. I honestly just limit what I tell certain people, you know, like, I know, like, ooh, this person's a little negative. Maybe I won't tell them everything that's going on. Um, I mean, at least with this, with the whole thing with quitting my corporate job, you know, I could not have done that without my husband, Alex. Like, he was like, yes, that's fine. You know, we'll make it work. I'm not worried. And I was like, thank you. You know, because if he I hadn't,
0: think that's really important. I think trying to do something like this when your primary relationship is not supportive, I can't even wrap my head around how, how terribly hard that would be. Yeah,
1: no, I, I can't, I can't imagine. And yeah, I, if he hadn't been supportive, I, I absolutely would not have done it. So, yeah, knows what my life would have looked like. <laughs> so, is there any random
0: question you have for me on all this topic? I mean, I think it was hysterical. Like, I. It had been like six, seven years since we had worked together, at least, maybe longer.
1: Yeah. I still, I love telling the story. (laughs) Uh, So I like rolled over and I'm on Eastern time. So I roll over in bed and just, you know, it's whatever, five o'clock. And I'm like, I'm up. up. I'll just check my email. And I have an email from you like, hey, you want to come work for me? And I was like, okay, crazy lady, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) come to bed.
0: Uh, That was awesome because I was looking for somebody, and I had tried OpWork and Fiverr, and I had a couple people, but they just weren't working. It it wasn't working out, and it was literally like I am screwed because if I don't find somebody who can help me put ducks in a row and take care of all of that part of the stuff, I'm not gonna. I'm stuck. I'm. This is just as far as we're going and it was literally like four o'clock in the morning because you and I had always stayed in contact, not like constant contact. Right. You always stayed in contact and I knew what you could do and I knew who you were. And I think I met you like the day you graduated college. So you were like practically a kid still. <laughs> and I literally woke up at four o'clock in the morning and went, "Allison, Alison. And I waited till five because I know you're an hour ahead of me. So, okay, six o'clock and I know you you've got horses so i know you're up i'm up early right you've got dogs and horses so you've got you know the farm and i remember sending you a message saying hey and i knew you were an organizer and i knew what your computer skills and your virtual skills were and i i said hey would you be do you do any virtual assistant work and the response i got from you was is it for you (laughs) and why are you up at five (laughs) o'clock and i wrote back yes it's for me and i'm up because i need an assistant (laughs) and that yeah and i always tell everyone the beauty of this is there was you know i I tell people how do you hire somebody and there's this whole big process and i'm like and we just didn't even do that it was like yes great here's the bank account (laughs) here's the access to everything
1: here's the last four of my social and
0: (laughs) Here's a credit card, (laughs) right? It's like whatever it is you want to set up and do, just go, you know. And that was for me. I think that helped me. I can't even imagine six months, a year that that saved me. Yeah. In a normal hiring situation and and getting to that point with somebody. Well,
1: and I love. I mean, I love our relationship too, because you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, small business owner helps you out in a way because you bounce ideas off of me right. and then, you know, Hey, you're a business coach. Guess what? I have some questions for you.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, in, <laughs> works in, a, in out really a very well. big sense, you are my ideal client. So it, it helps. To, and as we discuss often, we think so differently from each other.
1: Yes. We, I mean, we were just talking about that <laughs> earlier. No, but it's such a, it's such a beneficial relationship. It's, it's just, fun. it's fun and I get so much out of it.
0: Well, so do I, and I can't wait to come visit you in person and see the
1: horses again. Oh my God, you have to come see how fluffy my pony is right now. He is just, <laughs> he, you know, we're in Florida, man, and he, his body does not know that it's still 90 I degrees. Hey, what is he? he he's just f- so fluffy. You know, the, the sun starts to go down a little earlier and he's just like, oh, got to grow my winter coat. <laughs> Crazy. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with me and giving me a way to share my story. That was so much more interesting. Yeah,
1: I, I'm happy I learned more about uh, more about your story. So that, I was,
0: um, that was a big deal. I think I call it jumping off a cliff. You did it a little more than I did because I bought a franchise. I don't think I could have gone, A, I didn't have my own idea and B, I don't know that I could have gone from corporate directly into what I'm doing now, where it's all just me. I needed needed that interim step, but I do call it, um, it feels like jumping off a cliff. Yeah, it absolutely does, you know, whether it's one big jump
1: or you have a little step on the way down. (laughs)
0: Right, and that's why I also think, you know, your advice of finding somebody who can kind of lead you through it, probably the best advice from this whole conversation. awesome well thank you thank you for joining me hopefully you our audience got some ideas (laughs) they don't feel so alone we've all been there that that corporate and having something you're going for and recognizing what's going on with yourself and what would make you happy and not fighting that to the point where you're angry at clients because we've all been there (laughs) Don't do what I did. Don't do that. Don't do it. Uh, That's my big advice. That's how I, I coach. Here's how I screwed this all up. Don't do that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And make sure to check in for where you can hit subscribe. Send us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.